Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. It's a fine album. I recommend it. Um, but anyway, I am Strawlegs. Uh, Eddie N. And I'm PK. We are here in, in sunny Royal Oak in the pitch dark of December when it's raining, which I like to call not snowing score. Yes! But as I point out, it's we're above the Arctic Circle. <laughs> so are. we have our six months of sunlight. It's true. It's true. And our six We've harvested this sunlight. <laughs> Indeed. We're kind of spending it right now to ward off the snow. And the crazies. Yeah. So, um, let, let's just pick up on a conversation we are having right before we started this thing. So, uh, Strauss was just telling the story about uh, Bo Schembechler, for those who are have lived in a cave for the last 50 years and don't know, he was a uh, quarter... Or quarter wow. Wow. Uh, who's lived in the cave now? He was a coach for uh, 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 University of Michigan... Uh, football, and uh, so the Rizzletizzle, Charlie's roommate, um, had a, what grandfather? His grand Grandpa Spike. Grandpa Spike, and Grandpa Spike was a professor at U of M. Indeed. Um, and I guess there are a few of uh, Bo's uh, De- defensive linemen, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you take it away. Oh yeah, story. some some defensive linemen were taking Grandpa Spike's class, whatever whatever class it was, thinking it'd be an easy pass. And they didn't show up, and they didn't do their work, so Grandpa Spike failed them, making them academically ineligible for the winter after the winter semester, which means they couldn't play in the only game left, which was the fucking Rose Bowl. Yeah. So Bo Schembechler shows up at like 10 in the morning at Grandpa Spike's door, not realizing Grandpa Spike on a weekend may or may not already be into the cough syrup by then. <laughs> and Grandpa Spike opens the door, and Bo Schembechler standing there, and is speaking with him. I, I, I believe, as the Rizzletus had told it, uh, Grandpa Spike like, already has like screwdriver, screwdriver number two of the day in his hand. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. He does answer the door, orange juice in hand, as Bo Schembechler begins discussing the possibility of working out an agreement so his players can pass the class and thusly play in the Rose Bowl. The discussion goes... Well, not very long before Grandpa Spike starts basically yelling and pointing out that his players have failed his damn class and he will never pass them. Schembechler starts yelling. Then Grandpa, Spe- Grandpa Spike punches Bo Schembechler in his face. Yes, take that, bitch. <laughs> right on right on the front porch. Just decks him in the yeah. nose. Nice. I think Bo retreated shortly thereafter, and if you look back in the annals of history... I don't know what year this was, but look for a year that Michigan lost a very lopsided Rose Bowl, and you'll find it. They got scored on a lot for some strange reason without most of their starting D-line. Yeah. Baller. So I'm proud of Grandpa Spike. So Actually, that reminds me of another... This is my favorite story that the Rizzitzel told. Uh, he was... Um, out camp, not camping. Um, he was out like somewhere. It was like a family reunion. Oh yes, at his grand. The, the, you remember the yes, tree? it's <laughs> grandmother's house so he's in ta- northern Michigan. So it's it's basically the Rizzle Sizzle and his family. So um, Wait, real quick, the Rizzle Sizzle. You have to understand, he, there is no one within like 
13 or 15 years of him in either direction in his family. Everybody's like 15 years older or 15 years younger. He's like 17 at the time of the story. Nice. So, um, basically all the men get out there and, and uh, there's this dead tree and all the men get out there and decide to be manly. They're like, you know what? We're going to cut down this dead tree. Yeah, yeah. So they all get out there, you know, beers in hand, start hacking at this tree. It, it, they had cut down several trees during the day. Like, this is an all-day event with success. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it finally it's this huge fucker. It was like the one they've been saving for last. And they're cutting this tree down. They get to, like, a couple of the last strokes of the axe. They hit the tree. The tree shoots ver- completely vertically up into the air. It goes straight up. Joey says, wasn't expecting that. Where are you, bitch? <laughs> so, what it, Ten feet up. It just, it just shoots up in the air. So what had happened is... This dead tree, all the trees around it, their branches had grown around the branches of the oh. dead tree. So there was this, like, standing elastic force on it. So then as soon as they cut it up, uh, they cut the bottom off. All of the trees around it just threw it in the air. Wow. So then what happens is, so Joey's the only one. Yeah, no, it's like, it suspended, by the way. The tree is yeah. hovering, yeah. like, eight feet in the off the ground. Yeah, the tree's now in the air. So the Rizzletizzle is the only one of, like, prime age to go up there and start slashing these branches oh to try God. to free the dead tree. So, For the record, all the women are on the hill crying. They're laughing so hard at this. All the men, you know, as, as the Rizzletizzle say, or, you know, grumble, 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 grumble. <laughs> and so the Rizzletizzle is the only one of prime age to go up there and start hacking these branches down. So he's up there, like, you know, cutting branches trying to free this fucking tree that's just hanging up in the air. So he gets to this one branch, cuts it, the thing falls, and then implants itself, like, six feet down into the earth. So then they have to cut it down again because it's, it's standing straight up out of the ground. So there ended up being two stumps for the same tree. They had to get this big fucking dead tree they had to cut down. They had to cut it down twice. You know, th- that story is really, I think, worthy of a man of the caliber of the Rizzle Tizzle. But seriously. Yeah, you know, I'd just like to add, every time I've seen the Rizzle Tizzle, which has probably been like a dozen or more times. He's either in like a Hugh Hefner-esque robe. True. Yeah. With nothing underneath, I'd yeah. imagine. Why no, do I, nothing that's, underneath. That's a little disturbed. Why would I say that? No, but, uh, it's true. I, I'm his roommate. He's, I know. He's well, pr- either, pr- probability dictates on this one. I, I agree. I agree. He's Don't either, use the phrase dictate, please. <laughs> yeah. Nice. No, he's, he's either in a robe mm. or he's in like this spandex cycling gear. Yep. I've never seen him in normal human clothing. He doesn't do it very often. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always liked when he just wears no shirt with sleeves. Yes. And also, oh, I have spandex I, sleeves. I've seen him just wear sleeves. Yep. Nice. That's, that's how he rolls. God His man. But yeah, I just, can you imagine, like, this thing, the last axe stroke, and the tree just goes up in the air and stays. Everybody's like, what in the name of God has happened here? Oh, what beautiful. demonry is this? Beautiful. Anyway, back to the present, though. I'd like to point out, I pull into uh, PK's little, whatever, driveway friggin' thing here. Yeah. It is, what, what do you say the temperature is outside? It's balls cold. Yeah, balls cold is pretty good, and it's like early December. Yeah. Right, and it's it's dark out. Yeah. And it's like Thursday night. 
There's a dude in the, like, coin washer washing his car. Oh, I saw that dude. Did he have, like, a van or something? Yeah, like, I'm a like, red oh, town and country he, or something? So, in other words, like, a rape occurred within the last two hours. I did that or a hit and run, because he's washing the outside of it. Oh, okay. Or maybe both. Or the corpse sitting in his van has finally, like, started decomposing. <laughs> decomposing. Like, ah, it's about time. Leaking through the tarp. Oh, that, spe- speaking of... <laughs> no, of... Stone and Go. <laughs> <laughs> Stone and Go see um, That reminds me of, of weird things you see um, in terms of cars. I was driving down to uh, school the other day, and it's like 7.30 in the morning, and I'm just driving south on the freeway, and... I see this car that's, like, spray-painted, like, all these different colors, and I was like, what What the fuck is this? And it just says Mr. Happy and on the side and has a phone number, and oh. then in the driver's seat, a guy in full clown costume, including face paint, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, all right, fine, like, he might work as a clown, but who needs a clown at, like, 7.30 in the morning <laughs> on a weekday, hey, you know? Children's Hospital of Michigan. Maybe maybe that's where he's going. I don't know, but it was just... I hope not. I don't it was, trust him around lots of children. It was fucking weird to see. Wow. I thought, who needs a clown this early in the morning? <laughs> Unless I, uh, this guy's like, you know, method acting here. He just lives the part. <laughs> he, he believes he's a full-time clown. He, I think if he's driving he around like that, he is a full-time clown. Yeah. Um. Oh, which brings me... Uh, which reminds me... Oh, I lost the game. Uh-oh. Wait, we never explained the game. No, we never explained well, the game. You know the game, right? No. So, oh, so you don't know the game. What is All this right. game? So the go ahead. There, two. there are two rules right. to the game. Number one. Number one. Time. Oh, number one is no one can lose the game mm-hmm. within half an hour of somebody losing the game. Right. So I lost <laughs> the game. So no one can lose the game for half an hour. What? Okay. Rule number two: if you think about the game. You lose the game <laughs> for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So you're, you know what? You know what's gonna happen? You're gonna be let's let's let you live. Let's say you have a good long life. Let's say you're gonna be like 93. You know, like in in your bed, surrounded by friends and family. You know, wishing you off to the next life. And your last word's gonna be fuck. I lost the game. And we're like, what? And then you're gonna die. And no one's gonna, <laughs> except, and except for this podcast, there'll be no record of what the fuck you were talking about. And it's gonna haunt your children. They're gonna be like, I lost the game. Does he mean that he was a failure at life? Does he mean that he regrets spending so much time with his family? You know, it's like, are we so humiliating? To- it's gonna destroy your family. Mm-hmm. Every now- time they think about it, they'll lose the game and not know why. The best thing is they won't even know that they're a part of the game. They won't even know they lost the game, but they'll lose the game. What um, is the game? It's like Rosebud, only better. Th- there is yeah. no name to this game. No, it's the no, game. It's, it's the game. just the game. Like, or, or as I say, tonight, when you go home to your apartment, say hi to uh, the architect. Later that, you go into the bathroom, look at all those little colored dots on the floor. I thought you were going to say, look at something else. Nope. Brush your teeth. <laughs> and as you're brushing your teeth, or when you see those little colored dots on the floor, you'll think of me saying this. <laughs> the colored the dots on my floor. And then you'll lose the game. <laughs> so in other words, we're now, we're now conditioning him. Yes. You so guys are Toothbrush playing. the game. Toothbrush the game. <laughs> toothbrush the game. Toothbrush. Colored little mattresses, or mats. On mattresses. Eddie, on, on Eddie Young's bathroom floor. Wait, why are mattresses bigger than mats? The meaning to form. Hmm. I just hurt my brain. Anyway, yeah. moving on. 
Oh, actually, hang on, real quick. Yep. That reminds me. Speaking of bathroom floors, I figured out... Remember those magic eye books? The ones where you have yeah. to, like, mm-hmm. stare at them funny and then they turn 3D? Mm-hmm. I figured out how they worked. Voodoo magic? No, it's it's better. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But anyway, so this just reminds me because um, I, uh, I was at work in the bathroom, just uh, sitting down, relaxing, as people tend to do. I, Taking the morning constitutional. Exactly. Clown in the stall next to you. Exactly. <laughs> and, he, well, here's the deal, though, is that... Better than clown in the stall with you, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but people don't admit it, but a lot of people do their best thinking in the bathroom. I'll admit it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's how it's done. So anyways, We're I was... driving. I would, yeah, driving, too. So I was, I was staring at the floor, and there's this... Um, it's a tile floor, and there's basically, uh, like, white... White tiles and blue tiles. And I was just kind of staring. I let my vision kind of blur. And then the tiles overlapped as I blurred my vision. And then I realized that I could refocus my eyes on the overlapped image. Nice. And suddenly I thought, this is how magic eye works. If only I had that thought like 15 years ago. I would have been rich. (laughs) You would have been the youngest magic eye person ever. Yeah, yeah. But, anyways, if anyone cares. I, I, I think... Uh, we just started with you saying something, by the way, all this. I forgot what it was. Oh, no. Um, so, PK was speaking about driving southbound uh, in the morning at 7.30. I, too, was driving southbound in the morning around 7.30. No, no kidding. Uh, this Monday. And I see possibly one of the greatest license plates ever. Uh-uh. So, the license plate was, like, once again, a uh, Chrysler Town & Country minivan. Uh, license plate is... Y, the letter Y, and then a space, blank space, and then H-A-T-E. Why hate, bitches? Why hate? <laughs> Why? Why hate? You know, I, <laughs> I almost got into a an country minivan. You almost got into an accent. <laughs> yeah, the license plate has, like, this gangster accent. It's like, Why hate, motherfucker? <laughs> it's, it's a minivan. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man, this is, like, the best way to start the week, you know? Seriously. And then, so, uh, as I'm driving to the set for today's uh, podcast session... I'm like, I, this is the set now. <laughs> I see another license plate in front of me. This time, it's, like, a Dodge Ram circa 96 truck. And uh, this license plate says uh, 9EX space RO8. But, like, my eyes have been deteriorating a little. And all it looks like to me is S instead of 9. So it says Sex Rob. I think I saw that car getting washed out there in the back of the parking lot. <laughs> it, it, was, it was Sex Rob. Sex <laughs> Rob. He was watching, watching his car. Sex Rob. Um, so, w- which led me to have some thinking time in the stop and go traffic on the way here. And I was like, y- you know what? Like, the next car I get or the architect gets, one of us is going to get a license plate. It's not going to be as cool as the last two I've seen, but we're just going to have OMG space BRB. <laughs> there you go. Like, like, like that's, that's what I'm going to drive. Done but, and done. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add to that by saying it. It's gonna be OMG BRB, and then when they pull up to the side of the car, you're just not there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the door is just kind of like flapping open. That, that, I remember uh, something that um, my friend and I thought of a while ago is uh, you know those you know trucks have that you know if you can't see me I can't see you. Thing. Yeah. 
if it just said if it just, if it just had a, a sticker that said I can't see you. <laughs> And then you pull up to the side of the truck, and same deal. There's just no one in it, and the door is just kind of like flapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of cars, I got I to tell you my, my little my little trauma call today. I get down there, and there's a dude with a broken leg and a big old gash on his head. I'm like, oh no, what happened? Oh, they say it's a car accident. Him and three of his buddies. Okay, I say that sucks. I look around. Why are so many popos here? Why has the 5-0 invaded the ER? Usually there's like one. There's like four. Uh. Almost like there's one for each person. And, and the, the following conversation takes place. The, answer, the question is answered for me. Dude in the collar, laying on the bed, goes, Where am I? The doctor's like, You're in the hospital. Why am I in the hospital? You're in an accident. How'd I get in the accident? You robbed a guy at an ATM, ran to your car, sped off from the police, hit a tree at 75 miles an hour. Oh. There's some silence. The guy goes, really? Yep. And the dude goes, what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> that was his response. <laughs> no recollection. Fading, no recollection. Nice. This nice. was followed by the doctor taking the big needle. Because, okay, you're quick... Brief lesson, there's a femoral artery, it's in your groin area. Like, just on the inside of your leg. Guy takes this big frickin' needle, the big syringe on it, goes, I gotta, I gotta poke you in the groin real quick. He goes, hell no! Cause it'll be fine. He goes, you're gonna put that in my dick? Hmm. No. In my balls? No. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> then he was cool with it. Cause he's had that done before. I just love that. No. My balls? No. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it kind of reminds me when I did my uh, surgery rotation, I was on the trauma team. The last time I saw about four five O's in, in the trauma room was uh, actually not a fun story to really tell, but <laughs> mo- this motherfucker, like 32 years old, celebrating his birthday at like this jazz club. Some Somehow, apparently, he tries to break up a fight gets hit on the back of the head with, like, a huge Hennessy bottle or something. Oh, not know. the V... No, the, the old... old the, what's the, the VS. Oh, yeah, the VS. The lowest the VSO. The, yeah. Oh, that's right. Ooh. V- VSO. I have no clue what that is, but... Very my, special. There's VS, very special. VSOP, very special. Old pale? Preserve? Something. That might be preserved. And then old and pruny. Yeah, and then there's Napoleon. So VS is as low as it gets. Huh. Frickin' Hennessy. There you go. The more you know. <laughs> I, I got it. I, I once bought a bottle of Hennessy because I thought, oh man, this is going to be sweet. My friend and I, we both went at it and he, he was so pumped about it. And he was like, oh, it's going to be great. That's, that's going to be our new thing is Hennessy. It's going to be awesome. Like, there, people are going to know us for that. And he, like, he, he already had, like, on the way home, he was like, coming up with, like, our, our taglines at the bar and be like, oh, Nessie up. And then, like, we were all going to get shots of Hennessy and do them. And, like, everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, there's PK and, you know, and Jimmy. And, like, oh, it's their Hennessy. Yeah, I wish I could be like them. And so we we get home. We crack this fucker open. Cognac tastes like somebody drank grape juice and then threw it back up into the bottle. <laughs> Nice. That's how cognac tastes. Nice. For the record, that reminds me, uh, 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 Renfo once claimed that Milwaukee's best was brewed by having a bunch of guys stand around and drink good beer and pee into bottles. 
<laughs> Milwaukee's dust. The piss of good beer. Yeah, yeah. like nice. literally. It's sure. quite literally the piss produced by good beer. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. that, that's my kind yeah. of concern. Uh, I, I imagine we'll have Cognac and Hennessy VS at your funeral to reference a previous podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. PK's funeral. That's No, I was going to say, but that's true. We should take all the things that I've been talking about throughout the podcast, <laughs> and that'll be how people can remember my... That's kind of sad. <laughs> that's how people remember me. Worst part is it could be worse. People should remember you, though, for something else entirely. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Wait, FTT? FTT. FTT. Yeah. So what is FTT? It's not a sexually transmitted disease. Yet. Yet. We're working it, on it. It's becoming <laughs> one. <laughs> Slowly but surely. I mean, yeah. the, the the strains that have been isolated from Sri Lanka have already become an STD. It's a matter of time before <laughs> it travels over the pond. It's 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 from from eating contaminated lemur meat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why there are lemurs in Sri Lanka, but whatever. Ring-tailed bastards are they're like ninjas. Yeah. Um, so FTT stands for failure to thrive, which is a really good name, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, that was, a, that was a group decision. Yeah, it was. What was the one we had before that? Uh, incompatible with life. Yeah, no, like, that was, and it kind of grew into its own much better, yeah, anyway. So, Failure to Thrive, we decided, as med students, we were going to make a show. Yeah. And originally we were like, oh yeah, we're going to do one a month, it's going to be awesome. And then, then we realized how impossible that was. And then we realized that we did one, and then I... I kind of dropped the ball by sitting on the editing for like nine months. We kind of went out on top for a while. Yeah. yeah. We, we were like we on, the, on the... Back on top. Yeah. Yeah. Like a domineering woman. Like Brett Favre? No. Same thing. <laughs> a domineering woman. Brett, I'm just imagining Brett Favre in a dress. And he, he still has the gray stubble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways, you can go to YouTube, look up Failure to Thrive. We're on episode two now. Or you can look up Red Label Productions. Speaking uh, of terrible terrible drinks. Yeah. Oh, Red. Oh. Oh. Johnny Walker Red. Oh. But anyway, so look it up. That's our show. Um, I mean, not, not, not as in, like, that's the end of this show. It's like, that's yeah, literally that's our, our show that we made on YouTube. <clears throat> yes. Um, it's big in Czechoslovakia. Uh, Croatia. Croatia. Oh, Croatia. so anyways. Yeah, why not talk about her? Because she's probably never going to listen to this. Yeah. I can't imagine she would. I, I don't I, see it. Well, I was, um, okay. We, we need to public, we need to publicize this podcast, all right? We need you, the listener, to get out there and just force it on other people. So go, you, Kevin Wally. Go, yeah. go into the middle of your local college's quad and start yelling out, The Weekly yeah. Tripod! Yeah, just just go up to people and be like, Bro, have you heard about the tripod? And they're like, Well, what's the tripod? Like, well, let me tell you. And then you go into your whole... We need to talk about the New Jersey Turnpike. Oh. Oh. Jersey Turnpike. We do that later, but yeah. nonetheless. So, anyways, I was like, stay, say, stay tuned. Tell a friend about the tripound, and you'll get a free T-shirt. Wink, <laughs> wink, wink. You can't see me, but I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, but we we've actually got a, a bunch of, uh, of little videos that we made up on YouTube. Uh, look, if you look up, I actually thought this might be kind of fun. If you look up the weekly tripound on YouTube, I tagged this one video we made. Uh, Acute gender transition trauma series. Yes. <laughs> so take take a look at that one if you want. It's kind of funny. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. So we made our little show, and people like it. Yeah. People people, re- people remembered it. People. So, act, and this isn't like ah ha ha. 
this is good. They're like, when's the next one, bitch? Yeah, yeah. And then Melissa Cumming came out nine months later, they're like, where was this all my life, oh, bitch? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would like to add that it's been received with such good fanfare that last year, um, during our med school lampoons thing, I had someone come up to me and be like, I I wanted to see uh, Failure to Thrive. Yeah. I already saw it on the computer, but I wanted to see it like I heard in the same thing. big venue. And I'm like, really? Oh, really? No, really? I heard like four people say the funniest thing the entire year was was FTT. <laughs> Why wasn't it in Lampoon? <laughs> no, I, I kid you not. It was. I kid you not. It was easily the funniest thing. I'm sorry, it was. Yeah. Oh, man. If that would have, that would have... I'm sorry, I'm sorry to El Prid, but I'm fairly certain that would have beaten the pants off of Oh yeah, yeah, dude, that that was a rip off. It was it was sorry. really well done. It, it was well done, but there was like one or two other med schools that already yeah. did. That. Yeah, but that's right. They they already started theirs before they even saw those. Oh no. Okay, okay, I'll give them. Credit. Yeah, and the, that gave that gave a lot more credence. Anyway, so um, but yeah, so the best part about FUT is you can see what we look like. Isn't that? You can guess who it is. You can guess uh, who is who. Isn't that frightening? Turns okay. out I'm a small blonde girl. It turns out. I'm invisible. <laughs> you can't even fucking see me. I. It's amazing. You can't even it's the see mirrors. me. Like I'm a, a rock. I'm a disappearing. Yes. <laughs> you can't see me. Flappy <laughs> door. Just, just the door just banging against the side of the truck. I don't know. Um, that, that was uh, was it Leo? Leon? What the hell did I call him? Leo. Leo. I like Leon better though. It's Leon now. Yeah, it's Leon. Kings of Leon. Kings Leon. of Leon. I know that band. KOL. So anyway, so that was one of the, the many good things that... Leon and I went on a, a road trip, and we're, you know, just driving, like, days through Wyoming. You come with some, some good shit. Um, Leon, Leon's always good for a few more of those, too. So he was saying that it'd be great if... He's got this little Ford Focus. Um, yes! Much like... Yeah, Eddie Yen's got one, too. Oh, I know who Leon is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Leon's got this little Ford Focus, and he was saying it'd be great... To get up to a light with like a really nice car, like a Mustang, like a Shelby or something <laughs> like that, yeah, like really really nice car, and then just keep uh keep like revving the engine like you want to race them, you know, and like this little like four um this little Thank four you. cylinder uh, uh Focus two two point eight oh liter <laughs> yeah two point oh forty horsepower hundred forty pound feet of torque I know because I drive one hundred forty ponies under this so basically like the three of us could accelerate this car faster than it could accelerate itself. <laughs> Flintstone style. Yeah. Which, which I would like uh, to add in a not so, uh, d- I don't know, distant note. The, the uh, DeLorean. Hey, wait, hey, hey, get, get, get a good. We're, we're cracking up some. Wait, Mike, Mike, uh, straw legs, you gotta do this. Get a good sound effect on this one. There we go. Yeah. No, uh, um. <laughs> so, sorry to butt in, but uh, the, the DeLorean. Actually, wait, real quick. Next week we're gonna play a game beer opening or fart. <laughs> You decide. Yeah. Or dot dot dot. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I'm sorry to butt in, but I, I was looking online because I was thinking, uh, what if the yen wants to purchase a DeLorean in the future? Dude, like, DeLoreans are where it's at. Like, how fast could those motherfuckers go? I found out uh, that, that the USA spec DeLoreans 130 horsepower. My friends, that is 10 less horsepower than wow. me and uh, Leon's Ford Focus. Wow. I think it's five more horsepower than PK. I, I, <laughs> not, I not much torque, but uh, once I get going, <laughs> but it, you know, I, I hate to talk shit about the DeLorean, but uh, nevertheless, it's it's a badass car. Gullwing doors. Gullwing doors, and you can stuff a GM Northstar V8 engine into it if you want. So there you go. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Problem solved. Okay. 
Back so, to you. But, and, anyway, so, well, Leon was just saying, so you just have to, like, you know, rev the focus. Um, and, like, I'm, I'm not saying I have, like, an excellent... I've got a Honda core. And, like, I love Honda. He's not the most powerful, muscular car, but Sweet. I love him. Um, I mean, he's probably no, no faster than uh, the focus. But, anyways... Um, so, yeah, Leon was saying, just, like, you know, really rev the engine. Like, the guy looks at him and he's like, all right, what a, what a tool, like, what an asshole. Like, okay, of course, I'm going to beat him. So the guy just, like, takes off from the light, and, like, you know, he just really smokes you, and, you know, it's, it, you know, it's no contest. And so the guy just kind of, like, slows back down, and he's driving the speed limit. But then in, the, in his rearview mirror, he just sees your car just, like, tearing up towards him, and you just pass him going, like, 95 miles an hour, and he just realizes that you never took your foot off the accelerator. Off the first gear. (laughs) And then then you just have to, like, blow the next one, and just blow right by him. And like, the the engine's just, like, redlining and just screaming as you drive by. It's the Kaiser Sose principle. You just have to have the will to do it. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, you know that you're not going to beat off the light, but you just don't hey. stop racing <laughs> even after the race is done. Uh, this reminds me... Uh, uh, Renfo again. He used to drive a Chevy S10 pickup that... How can I put this? Nice. The mechanic told him what sound it would make when the bed separated from the cab <laughs> and at that point in time he would literally have about <laughs> he would literally have about 15 minutes before the car physically broke in half like the Titanic <laughs> oh, nice <laughs> he also had a driver's side window that would literally not roll up, which is great in the winter. Oh, no, it wouldn't roll up. Okay. No, it, would, no, it would, literally wouldn't roll up. Anyway, would, so he's, he's the way, I, I, we need him here to tell the story. He's at a light, and this Mustang pulls up next to him and starts revving the engine. What? And, he, and the way he puts it, he goes, there is not a single thing about my vehicle that screams, I want a drag race. As a matter of fact, Everything about my vehicle screams, I hope I make it home. <laughs> so he's like, Benzenberg's just sitting there. Just <laughs> 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 the sound this thing makes, for the record. Dude tears off the line. Benzenberg gently accelerates. He ends up, like, falling back and trying to race him for, like, two miles. <laughs> wow. Until Benzenberg finally just turns into his house. <laughs> going to like 25 like 10 under the speed limit just to fuck with the guy nice uh, when I was actually out on, on the road trip with Leon actually oh. I had a similar thing like that um, it was like 12.30 when we got into St. Louis and um, I've been driving all day and like at the time Leon didn't know how to drive a stick and so like, I'd driven the entire way so we'd been it was like yeah 12.30 we left uh, Detroit around like 4 in the afternoon <laughs> so I'd, I'd, I'd literally been driving for literally you know, about eight and a half hours. So we're just sitting at the stoplight, and these two douchebags pull up on their crotch rockets with their girlfriends on the back, you know, with, like, the thongs peeking out in yeah. the jeans. The whale tails. Yeah, the whale tails. <laughs> Somewhere uh, Kevin Wally is feeling the love. I don't yeah. know why. Anyway. Why, why not? Why yeah, not? Why not? That's He's our only listener. That's going to be his new thing. <laughs> I've, de- I've decided. That's going to be his new thing. So anyways, the, these tools keep revving their engines, you know, zero, zero. And it's like, all right, 
you have two sport bikes. Yeah. And I have a mid-sized sedan <laughs> laden with enough supplies to last me and my friend who was sitting next to me three weeks. <laughs> what about this seems like a race to you? And then, and then Leo opens the door and knocks a fucker off his bike. Yeah. All I was wanting to do that, just like pull up next to the guy, like in, on the highway, just pull up next to the guy, roll on the window, and just jiggle the handlebars. <laughs> and, and then it's like, at first, you know, it kind of starts like a little little oscillation, and all of a sudden he's like, whoa, and just got out of the control. And... Brake check. Yeah, brake check. Because, you know, that motherfucker's going over the car. Yeah. Adults go over the car, kids go under the car. Center of yeah. gravity. Sorry. Um, no, we should tell them about the New Jersey Turnpike. And I, I so, do we ever have a name for the, the we should just call him the originator. Yeah, the original. He, he can't be the progenitor, because you are the progenitor. I am, I, uh, I am, I am straw legs the progenitor. <laughs> the progenitor. For, oh. for all of time. We, we have to uh, introduce the progenitor series later in the show. Yes, well, we have yeah. to make the progenitor series. Yeah, we do. Let's, let's do that first. Okay. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, yeah. For a later date. Anyway. Also, we, so, we're going to get better audio equipment. I'm just throwing that out there. Nice. It sounds like we're talking through the phone right now. No, we're not. Yeah. So, the uh, the, the originator. The fir- the one. The one. The one. That's what I'm calling him. He one, is the yeah. one. The un. So, the one is... How do you say one in uh, Japanese? Ichi. Ichi? Like Ichiban, number one. So much cooler. Ichi. Anyway. Um... So the one is out there at work at Sam's Club. Sam, Sam, Sam's Club. We went an entire day only saying the words Sam's and Club once. <laughs> anyway, um, and it, it's him and like all these high school guys. And mind you, he is single as hell at this point in time. And they're talking about all the things they went home, like they did to their girlfriends this weekend, right? <laughs> I like how you put that did too. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> this, that that's that the way to put it. Yeah. They're, they're out there with a uh, uh, sex rob over there. Sex <laughs> So, um, I never I haven't figured out what that license plate's supposed to mean, by the way. Anyway, he has nine exes named Rob. <laughs> I like that. Maybe. Nine, so, I was driving close to Ferndale, so that is a yeah, possibility. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, uh, the the one is out there. They're like, I did this. I did the Dirty Sanchez. Yeah, I did the Cleveland Steamer. I did whatever. Round and round I it goes. I did get my girlfriend. Yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Hence, two, not with. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the, the one looks up and just says, I, I took my girl home and gave her the old New Jersey Turnpike. And then when it starts, he's like, he looks at like the most douchey of the guys. He goes, you know what I'm talking about, right? New Jersey Turnpike. It just takes one. He looks up and goes, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Because he doesn't want to look uncool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We invented the New Jersey Turnpike then and there. <laughs> Ever since then, like, you can say anything you want about the New Jersey Turnpike, such as you, if you blow a tire on the New Jersey Turnpike, don't bother trying to put on the spare. Just, just pull off to the side of the road. Call triangular. AAA. Call AAA. AAA. It's over. Yep. It's over for the day. It's over for the day. Do you never want to end up sideways in a ditch in the New Jersey Turnpike? Yeah. Um, if you're going to get... Fuel. Fuel up. <laughs> yeah. Like, on... <laughs> pick the gas station closest to the on-ramp. Don't get gas. Go to the grocery store. Go home. Go on the turnpike. As you're driving to the on-ramp, Get gas. Yep. Full, full, top it off. It's Dave, the only hope. David Carradine <laughs> is the only one to ever successfully complete the New Jersey <laughs> Turnpike without dismemberment. <laughs> and then, which... <laughs> yes, there's also the legend of the armless hooker in Detroit, Michigan, who we maintain is armless because she attempted the New Jersey Turnpike. Yes. 
point is, you can say anything you want about it. You just have to talk about the actual New Jersey Turnpike. Things you would do on the real yeah, road. Yeah. The level of innuendo you can get out of this is, is, is limitless. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you better have tight lug nuts on the New Jersey <laughs> Turnpike. I've, I've once eaten pad thai on the New Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is yes. amazing. Yes, w- with uh, bubble tea. <laughs> Interesting. Yes, you uh, think of whatever you want about how I said that. It's me, though. You I just think, don't know. You say your things like that, it'd be... It just works. It just sounds it good. It works. Yeah. You don't want anything rammed up your tailpipe if you're going on the New Jersey Turnpike. Yeah. Or my favorite, the original thing I ever said, if you can get an elbow free, you should signal before you change lanes because it's just polite. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Look, it's not going to help you get it done, no. but it's just, it's just the right thing it's to just, do. It's useful. R- rumor has it that uh, one pointer to get through the New Jersey Turnpike is never put your car in overdrive. You you fucking downshift your car and gun your way all through that pike. And think about the infield fly rule. Yeah. Wait, what? what? <laughs> no, seriously, what? Nah, don't worry about it. Um, somewhere, I think Kevin Wall is with me on that one. Nice. Yeah. Our, our listener, Kevin Wall. Mm. I, I'd like to uh, be circumferential and come back to... Uh, <laughs> You're going yeah, somewhere yeah, else. Like, we're not doing that on the air. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'd like to be circumcised. Okay. <laughs> And, um... Get the kitchen knife. Before we move on... And the, um, and the silver nitrate sticks. Oh. Ooh, not in my dick. <laughs> not in my balls. The, okay. the, the uh, four five O's in the emergency room. I, mm. I'll just quickly put this to a wrap. So a motherfucker got hit in the head with, like, a Hennessy bottle or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, uh... Oh, this story is, like... <laughs> Woo! From yeah. way back when. Um, I just don't want our listeners to be like, wow. Yeah, it's no, I already continuity, knew. Continuity! Yeah, it's like, I already knew Eddie Yen was a shitty storyteller, but God, he's he's gone to a new low. <laughs> no, so like, motherfucker comes in, he's no consciousness, and our chief is uh, trying to secure an airway, because ABCs, people, airway breathing circulation. I learned today when you're reading a chest x-ray, chest x-ray, it's airway bone structure cardiac silhouette. Ho ho ho! Yeah. Useful letters. Actually, it goes all the way to F. I like but, that. Yeah, whatever. We'll talk later. <laughs> no, so so they they try revitalizing this motherfucker so they could get like a history later. So Popo wants a history. Like who who hit you? You know, motherfucker did not make it. Twenty minutes past trying to resuscitate. He oh, he flatlined man. there in the trauma bay, Ooh. and thus Eddie N witnessed his first uh, death. Uh, not cool. Sorry. Not cool at all. Sorry, I'm a Debbie Downer. Downer, man. Dude. Hey, I'm such a downer. We're talking about the New uh. Jersey Turnpike, and you... Yeah. Oh, Sorry, God. the last patient I saw of Hennessy died a week after I saw her, too, but it's because she drank two... How much time do you think it would take you to drink a liter and a half of Hennessy? That's akin to how many licks would it take to get to the center of yeah. a Tootsie Roll. That shit's expensive, though. Every 24 They're... hours she did this, then her liver fell off. Okay. It just detached. It's like, I'm going home. Or I'm leaving home. I don't even know. You put like a little hobo sack over your shoulder. And just I, w- I was walking in the hall. I hear the liver walking away. A little hobo thing. Like, fuck this. I've had yeah. enough. You look at the liver. Hey, liver, what's wrong? <laughs> fuck you, man. Like, but liver, I didn't do anything. You Fuck you. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just in a bad place right now. <laughs> then it got in the elevator. Because, yeah. I mean, liver's not going to take the stairs. And then he asked for liver. <laughs> And then he asked for literature on, on a domestic violence shelter. Exactly. And then the gallbladder ran out, kind of confused, not knowing what to do. But Hennessy, as like one of the idiots who bought it, <laughs> Hennessy is not cheap. It's like forty bucks a bottle. Thank you. Forty bucks a bottle for shitty bourbon. 
Cognac. Yeah. That's unnecessary. But it's like, that's not a cheap habit. You know, For some like reason, you, I can only picture the, the, the captain from Deep Space Nine really enjoying his Hennessy, though. Is that because he's black? I think I saw him in a commercial for it. Jeez, you're uh, such a profile. Is that because all black people look the same, and they target Hennessy to black people? <laughs> no, I, I don't know why. I'm I, just saying, I can just picture I, him kicking back. Here's the deal. I, think, I can't picture Picard with it. No, 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 no. I don't know what he would drink. JLP? Yeah. Anyway. But, so, I, I don't know. But Hennessy, I don't know, they've, they've done that, though. You know, you know be, be unique, be a character. I forgot what it was. I'm dancing around the actual word they use. Not nearly as good as Colt 45. Lando Calrissian work, <laughs> saying, works every time. It's oh. Like, it'll get you liquored up. It'll get her liquored up. Yep. Or him liquored up. Yeah. I don't know. It works every time. Be careful, people. Yeah. Use this shit responsibly. So, uh, kind of related. Speaking of Colt 45... Uh, kind of a shameless admission here by the yen, but I've been listening to Cheryl. <laughs> yes. I, I've been listening to Cheryl Crow all week <laughs> in my car, and okay, you know, hey, hey, let, let me just jump in for one sec. And I know I gave you a lot of shit for John Mayer, and I'm I'm gonna have an admission here. It's, it's been for me this week, John Mayer or Cheryl Crow. That's all that's been going on no, in my car. I, I just want to say this though, because I felt really bad because afterwards. No, he is a douchebag. But no, no, here, here. I, I just want to say. Since that time, I bought an Alanis Morissette CD, and and I I, I, I know Wait, I know what everyone's gonna say, but I just want to throw it out there that I have no right to criticize. First of all, the only saving grace you have is that yeah, it was Alanis Morissette's old drummer is the drummer for Foo Fighters, Taylor Hawkins. Woo! Indeed. Interesting. I'd also like to point out that I've been on a Tom Petty kick because I still have testicles. <laughs> so there's also that. That said, uh, the Yenster and I are learning some Alice in Chains on the old, uh, oh, there we go. The old yeah. six string, so that redeems us. By the it way, I, I heard the song on the radio, and I was like, hey, architect, I can play the opening riff to this song. And she's like, oh, really? Did, did her clothes just evaporate? They did. They did. <laughs> and her eyes started twinkling. Which was, which was awkward. Anime style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which was awkward, because they were in a Barnes & Noble. <laughs> In the children's section. Yeah, yeah well, right. nothing you can do. About, everyone's seen it, so nothing you can do about it now. Time to show the kiddies what's up. Yeah, and then Eddie Ann has some bubble tea on the New Jersey turnpike. <laughs> you know, I, um, I should have narrated this on uh, the previous podcast when uh, we started talking about John Mayer. Yeah. I, I don't think we really talked about what was going on there. So, PK mentioned John Mayer, and we're like, oh, he's a douchebag. And I was... Uh, Eddie Young was being, like, kind of silly. And I'm like, oh, yeah, John Mayer. And I walk over and whip out, like, the six John Mayer albums <laughs> that I have and just lay them out all on the table. It, it looked like I was confronting you. But I, but I was actually, I was actually, my intentions were to egg you on to fuel the fire, like Metallica. Fuel, give me fire for never Metallica. Hold on, I, I need to get back to uh, Cheryl Crow. Oh, Cheryl Crow. And Colt 45. And Colt 45. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm like, listening to, I'm gonna soak up the sun, you know? <laughs> and then she says, I got my 45 on, so I'm gonna rock on, or whatever. What the fuck she mean? I believe she means a 45 record. Oh... Not I, an I LP, not an EP. I, I thought she meant, like, I'm getting my 45 on, as in, like, I'm about to get crunked and have sex with Billy T. Williams. See, I... <laughs> 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 
my my interpretation, although not as cool, was like, wait, she's wearing a Michael Jordan 45 Bulls jersey. Like I've got my 45 on, so I'm gonna rock. I was like, no. But that no. that's the magic of Cheryl Crow as as a songwriter. So many layers of meaning. And and somewhere in my head, it, it, it's Lando Calrissian. Sorry, Billy D. Williams nailing Cheryl Crow as she keeps referring to him as Apollo Creed. <laughs> and She's like, damn it, woman, I'm not Apollo Creed. I was, yeah, I just imagined that he's just looking. And he drinks a Hennessy. Yeah. Sorry, I had to go there. And bubble Because he's black. That's why I drink Hennessy. It's, I mean, I'm you not. Great. You pick, like, the one minority we don't have in Failure to Thrive. Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, that's how you can find me in the movie. I'm the black guy. <laughs> the one who don't. Yeah, it's the, I'm, I'm in there. You have to look hard. I'm Real there. <laughs> That's why. That's what I was saying before that I'm invisible. It was a metaphor, because never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. So I was gonna say something that we we neglected to mention before, and we actually discovered it here um, after uh, one of these bouts a few weeks ago. Wow, that didn't sound right. <laughs> one of these bouts a few weeks ago. Uh, I bouts got, of one of these pounding bouts. Yeah, when, when I got you know I got my shot of penicillin, that was fine. Um, but so, anyways, I just have written down here on my notepad. And you're you're gonna remember what this is what this is all about. I just have written down pooping cyborg tranny. <laughs> do, you, do you guys remember? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe this will jump your uh, your memory a little bit more. I also have written down throw it in her butt. <laughs> oh, the touchdown celebration. <laughs> yeah. So. We, we were looking, there's a great website. UglyestTattoos.com. Yeah. Oh, they'll get a huge bump from that. Oh, yeah, I'll, well, Kevin Wilde will check it out. I'm sure Kevin Wilde is on it. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, we were looking at all these god-awful tattoos. One of them was, indeed, a pooping cyborg tranny. <laughs> and another one was just Johnny Unitas with a giant banner, like, swirled <laughs> around Unitas him. throwing a pass. Throwing a pass with this giant <laughs> banner. Scrolled around and that just said, "Throw it in her butt." Two <laughs> T's uh, on that butt. Two yeah, G's. yeah. Not throwing in her butt. No, throw it in her ass. <laughs> just put it right in there. And throw <laughs> that pigskin in her ass. Oh, speaking of pigskin. <laughs> speaking of pigskin. Um, all right, I'll let you finish. No, 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 no. That, no, I, I was gonna say I, I don't know what this just reminded you of. But, <laughs> speaking of pigskin in her ass. Oh God. Um. So I believe at the end of the last podcast, or the podcast before that, I asked pati- uh, patients, <laughs> our listeners, uh, I'm liking our listeners to patients, that's just not our right. Listener, our listener. Yeah, our, our one listener, as a homework assignment, to look up the term felchin. Oh. Do you guys remember that? No, I, I, got, I got the email you sent. Yeah, so <laughs> so I asked people to look up the word felchin, because uh, I had with us next to the microphone a bottle of Sam Sam oh, yeah. Adams limited edition chocolate bock that uh, the Renfo straw legs and the Yen enjoyed like a couple nights previously. And it said it was brewed with uh, dark cocoa nibs uh, harvested from the fame... Yeah, brood or brood. Sounds like some ability Williams <laughs> being interested. Yeah, no, this. Bringing up the odd fact that apparently Alanis Morissette has dark cocoa nibs. Who knew? Yeah. No, so this beer, like this, this twenty ounce bottle of fine premium beer, comes with like a tag, 
And it says, uh, Cocoa Nibs, uh, attained from famed Swiss chocolatier, Felchin. And I'm like, oh, cool. So, I don't know, I just figured I'd throw that word out there. Turns out, I misread that name. They're actually Felchlin. And, uh, so, immediately after the show, I just type in Google Felchin without the L after the H. Yeah. And the first search that comes up, it's like a homoerotic term. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, with our luck, that's what turns out. Homoerotic term where you, uh, stuff a rolled piece of bacon into a man's mouth. So he has a sphincter contraction, anal sphincter contraction, thereby making anal sex more pleasurable. Why? Why does it have to be a roll of bacon, though? I, bacon is all over the internet right now. What was the cat boat? What was the other word you looked up? Oh, um, wait. The anti-Semitic thing. Oh, um... I'm trying to remember things right now, people. It's not working very well. Alright, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll make a note of it. Make a note of it. Make a note. A note has been made. Yeah. Yeah, so uh oh, this is gonna bug me so much yeah. now. But uh I, I'd like to apologize to the listener uh for assigning uh on the, on the off chance he Google image imaged Felchin. Yeah, no, uh yeah, I was looking for a famed Swiss chocolatier. And what we ended up was bacon in the throat with sphincter contraction. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why do these things happen to us? Um, you wanna hear a story about Bloopy? I, I would love to hear a story about Bloopy. Any story about Bloopy equals awesome. Yeah. All right, so I love this. It, I just feel like we're talking to people. We're talking with people now. You know? Each other. Yeah. And Kevin Wally. <laughs> and Kevin Wally. Um, so anyways, I was down at Bloopy's house uh, about a week ago or so, and he lives in this gorgeous house down in Detroit in Indian yes. Village, which is one of probably the best preserved areas of Detroit. These huge, beautiful houses. And he lives with this, uh, his landlord, I shouldn't say lives with, his landlord, who he's running a room from, uh, she's actually a really interesting person. She's a photographer for the Detroit Free Press, she worked for the Washington Post, she's won tons of awards. I didn't meet her, unfortunately, but I guess she's like a really interesting person. No, I've seen her, she's really cool. Yeah, she's a cool-ass motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, and so she has this whole house, it's gorgeous, it was restored, and she has all this, uh... Her dining table, a door? Yeah, she has all this really, um... Really kind of like eclectic, kind of quirky art, but yeah. So anyways, he lives in this beautiful place. So anyways, I was over there the other day, and uh, I was making latkes. He was making chili, because the two go so well together. Indeed. And, um, uh, that's what I get for not drinking beer. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Blip was, <laughs> for some reason we were exchanging stories of like, you know, when we were shit-faced and doing stupid things. Like trying to hold it together, even though we knew we couldn't. So he was he was saying how he used to be a bouncer at a bar in Boston. What? Yeah, Bloopy did his undergrad at Harvard, and so after I think it was either afterwards or during. Bloopy's a big guy, and so he used to be a bouncer at this bar. And apparently, um, this is not the story, but uh, he said he actually almost bounced Matt Damon out of that when they were filming Goodwill Hunting because they're like, "All right, it's closing time, you got to go." He's like, "Oh no, I don't think I will." He's like. Gotta go, man. Yeah. And and so Bass is like, oh, well, I'll just buy drinks for everyone. So, of course, the manager's like, oh, well, if this dick is going to keep spending, like, hundreds of dollars, yeah. let him stay. So, anyways, uh, so Bloopy, um, the previous night, had taken in a rather large amount of alcohol. 
And also, like, you know, when you're you're kind of looped and you get really, really hungry and, like, you know, what are you hungry for? Because you're not thinking, oh, my God, watch my figures. Like, oh, I'm fucking starving, man. Yeah. And so, like, he and his friends just beasted, like, a few pizzas. So <laughs> he wakes up the next day and needs to say he's not feeling good at yeah. all. He is really not feeling good. So he goes into work and um, <laughs> he shows up and his... his Manager is a good friend of his, and his manager's like, uh, yeah, you don't look so good, Bloopy. Maybe, uh, here, just, uh, sit in the chair, just look like you know what you're doing, sit in the chair, see if you can get through your shift. Bloopy's like, uh, okay. So, like, he's sitting in the chair, and, like, he thinks he's just kind of sitting there, just looking like a bouncer, and then his, the manager comes over, he's like, look, man, you just have to sit there. I told you, just don't do anything. He's like, well, I'm not doing anything. He's like, just don't do anything, all right? Just sit in the fucking chair. And Bloop is like, oh, okay, you know, I'll sit in the chair. And it's like, this happens like, a couple times. like, seriously, man, just sit in the fucking chair. Don't move. Stop moving. He's like, oh, I'm not. So anyways, uh, Bloopy says that all of a sudden he's seized with a uh, a notion, let's say, of something about to happen. And so he he said that he, he gets up, runs around the corner, and proceeds to just paint the wall of the bar <laughs> with vomit. And he's just Bruh! all over the place. Like, all the pizza, he, like the undigested pizza that had just been sitting in his stomach overnight. Just curling. Every, oh, everywhere. Everywhere. And so, he stumbles back around the corner, and, um, uh, his his manager's like, oh, I think you need to go home, man. He's like, oh, actually, I just, uh, just want to sit in the chair. He's like, no, 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 you need to go home right now. And so uh, Bloopy's like, all right, well, uh, he holds out his hand. He's like, oh, you know, just put it there, man. And his manager's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to do that right now. And he's like, oh, come on, man, don't be a dick, you know, shake my hand. And so afterwards, Bloopy talks to him like, you know, a day or two later. He's talking to the manager, and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, oh, it's fine. And the manager just tells him, you know, it was one of the most, it took the most will I've ever needed to summon to shake your hand that night, because <laughs> you were just fucking covered in puke. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, I just I just love that like he, he resents the chair, resents the chair, resents the chair, and then it's like, oh, I kind of want to just sit in the chair. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> I just want to sit in the chair. <laughs> Sorry, you're gonna say something. No, like for anyone who knows the Bloopy Blue for our listener, uh, seriously, <laughs> like, can you imagine hanging out with a Bloopy Blue back in his heyday? He's Dude, still on, he's in his heyday. Yeah, he is in he's, his heyday. He's, At the dawning of his heyday. I was gonna say, I think he's just hit yeah. his prime. He he's just been in a heyday for like all his That's life. True. Bloopy Blue has been having like a 32 year heyday. <laughs> he's just on it. Fucking baller ass. It's like Dude. A, a golden age of. Who mammal life? Which, 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 by the way, after ushering in this golden age, uh, Strawlegs and Eddie Yen are very proud to present yes. the uh, soon to be erected, uh, <laughs> the soon to be erected collaboration with Bloopy Blue uh, Brewing Company. Oh yes, let's call it Erected Brewing. Erected, erected Brewing, and well, you know how the bottles have to be shaped. <laughs> oh. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. So uh, say, to to make it even worse, let's say, oh, that's for the female consumer. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. No, but uh, yeah, we're going to s- soon begin yep. brewing our beer. First batch equals holiday ale. 
Um, and yeah, we're gonna call the first couple ones the Black Series, or even better, the Progenitor Series, as Progenitor. as named by Strawlegs. We don't want to name anything yet, so we're naming it nothing. Collector bottles. You guys collect collectible bottles. Oh here. no, collect your bottles so we can use them to bottle <laughs> beer because we're yeah. cheap. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, here here we go. I'm I'm gonna put out an offer there for our listener. Or listeners, if if we get really lucky, if you respond to the weekly tripound at what was it weekly dot tripound at gmail dot com, also rate us on iTunes. There you go. If if you respond to us with an email, we just may name a beer after you. Yes, indeed. So there yeah. you go. That's good incentive. We'll, we'll say the first two people. Yes. The first two people who get back to us. Yeah. So and and if if no one gets and back to us, it also guarantees you a nickname. It does, it does. And that's another thing, is that no one can make up their own nickname. If you make nope. up your own nickname, you're thrown out. Nicknames are something that must be given. At this point in time, I also, I also propose, if we're okay with that, that we give Kevin Wally a second nickname. Yes. He as, deserves as a second just nickname. As just the listener. The listener. The I, listener. I, I, I enjoy, okay. Are we okay like with that? that? Are, we, like are we in agreement? Yes. I enjoy heavily. I, I like heavily? Profoundly. Oh, I, I enjoy, enjoy stoutly. I enjoy I enjoy heartily. <laughs> heartily. Yeah. Um and by the way, which I heartily enjoyed uh your fine editing for failure to thrive. Thank um, you. Episode two. Yeah, and the, Straw it, Legs becomes clairvoyant. It, it, yes. Exactly. Exactly. It, it really should not go unnoticed. Uh I think the amount of work that has been put into all this editing and the idea yeah. behind the plot like you guys seriously like have have brought so many light light and uh, joy to people's lives. Well, thank you, thank you. And I gotta say, it would have been out sooner if I hadn't sat in my ass for nine months like a fucking pregnant woman <laughs> waiting to get birth to this thing. No, th- that's a lot of fucking work, man. We had uh, yeah. step one USMLE yeah. licensing. Yeah, yeah. And we I mean, started working eighty-hour weeks. You've been working like hundred-hour weeks. Yeah, yeah you got the short end of that particular stick. Yeah, I did. I so, did. So, um, that said, I think are we are we good? We are, I think we're about out of time. Yeah, if we're out of time. We're out of time. So, anyway, can't make new time. Oh, we can. All we have to do is form the tripound. All we have to do <laughs> is form the tripound. So, somewhere in in the world, in the U.S. A tripound is formed every fall season to set the clock back an hour, and thus an hour of time is created. <laughs> uh, and then every spring, someone buys either a John Mayer or a Lannis Morissette CD, or a Cheryl Crow. causing one hour of time to be destroyed. For the, for the record, I do own the soundtracks to Family Opera and Rent, so yeah. That. So we're we're all guilty. So. Sum up, go on YouTube, look up Failure to Thrive. We're on episode two now. <laughs> look up the weekly tripod, you'll get a video of Heinrich Gerstmann Sarsler Schenker. <laughs> so watch that one too. And uh, email us at weekly.tripon at gmail.com. We might get a beer named after you. Rate awesome. us on iTunes, give us five stars, we'll fucking kill you. Wait, no, or we'll fucking kill you. If you give us five stars, we and. won't kill you. <laughs> and we'll, give us five stars, if you rate us, we'll fucking kill you. Yep. There we go. Um, and until next time, all you have to do is form the tripod. The test is over. Now.